This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Happy hump day halfway through the week here on the block, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, all the places you can watch us. Big thanks to Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul, sponsoring the show like they do. Back open today. Go check them out. Stricken, I can't right now. We're in here doing a show, but might be my weekend plans. We'll have to see. Yeah, um, I'm back on the on the grind. I've got June goals to meet, but I did have the opportunity to enjoy a nice slab of ribs during my kind of splurge time frame. Tricky, those smell so good. Whew, it was absolutely great, falling right off the bone. And I'm I, I knew I wasn't going to eat the whole slab. So what I ended but you up also doing, knew you weren't going to share with Rico. Facts. What I ended up doing is I ended up cutting the meat, breaking it down into little pieces, and threw it into a scrambler the next day. Ooh. It was absolutely phenomenal. Stricky. That's that academic all big eight show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I, I wasn't it was not going to waste. No. There was no question about that. It was definitely going. Just like if you're it see, Stricky is a movie connoisseur. Um, there was a movie out. I know you've probably seen this one. There's a there's a lot that you probably haven't seen, but Correct. you've probably seen this one, and it was uh, by Austin Powers. <laughs> and with that scrambler that Stricky put together, I was doing like one of the uh, characters on Austin Powers show, and that was Fat Bastard. <laughs> Get in my belly! That's what I was doing with that scrambler. Get in my belly! Yeah, it was good. Because you earned it. Oh, man. Splurge time. Mm-hmm. Splurge time is fun time. And but keep it up. We're proud time, of you on your grind. You're doing great. When I great. do fun time, I'm going into Mary Ellen's. Trust and believe that. Can't you see the cuts? I mean, they're, they're coming, baby. I'm, I'm starting to get back to old streaky, streaky form. Heck I'm yeah. On my way. Absolutely. <laughs> we love it. We're proud of you. You're putting in the work. Yeah. Back tired to too. it. Yeah. Good tired, though, I hope. Oh, yeah. Good tired. Good. P- positive. Sleeping better. Like it. Good. We, we like sleeping better. Uh, Take take notes from Strick. Take care of yourselves. Plain and simple. It goes a long way. And if you don't believe it for me, believe it from the nine-year NBA veteran. A lot of bad stuff that they put in the food these days, my guy. Um, Tastes so good, though. Dang it. <laughs> I mean, I actually learned that, that the itis that we get is based on a lot of, you know, what, what I mean by itis, guys, I'm sorry, I'm maybe using some slang terms. But itis is, I call it sleep itis. It's like when you eat that that good heavy meal and you're just kind of like and you just want to fall back and start snoring um that's sleep itis now i i had a i had a trip to europe and when i was eating the food over there and i'm talking about pasta you know pastas usually here are heavy they carry probably a lot of you know uh gluten and stuff in it that kind of gives you that that heavy feeling mm-hmm. it was over there i could eat pasta and I'd be just light as a bird 
It didn't feel heavy. It didn't feel, I didn't feel sleepy. You know, pastas, fruits, things like that over there. They, there's a lot of stuff over there. If you look into it, they don't allow in the food that we do here. The FDA is a joke. <laughs> Freaking joke. Bigger but, joke, NCAA or FDA? Oh, shoot, both. <laughs> <laughs> Pay, take your pick in that one. That's a conversation for a different day. We'd have to do some digging on that. Um, yeah. Lots to get to today. Uh, a lot of NCAA topics. We'll talk college basketball here in a second. Uh, talk college baseball and also some Husker football with Evan Blaine at the bottom of the hour. Three o'clock hour, we're going to go around uh, college football a little bit. Who's the best quarterback in the Big Ten West? we got the dates for the college football playoff, the expanded version, uh, the next couple years. And who are some dark horse playoff contenders? CBS Sports has one that I think is off the wall crazy. We'll get to that and uh, save a lot of time for you to talk with uh, Quester Johnson. It's been a minute since we've had him on, so we're excited to, uh, to hear from him. 402-464-5685, uh, the Sardar Hammond text line, Honda of Lincoln hotline. If you have any thoughts on anything we're talking about throughout the show, Strick, we teased it at the end of the crossover. We cut Rico off. He was very disappointed, but it's our discussion. We came up with it first. Yeah. You know, we, we have it on the outline. We're not going to talk about it with him. We have our show, and that's Hunter Dickinson to Kansas. Yeah. Saying the quiet part out loud. He was on a podcast recently and here's what he said, quote, the people hating on me would leave their job right now for a $10,000 increase. I got less than six figures at Michigan for the year, end quote. If that doesn't scream NIL, I don't know what does. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think I think it also screams. One, I was trying to understand where, you know, if you go and look down the rankings, like a lot of people were making decisions a little bit early. And this goes into what I was talking about is there's different tiers and reasons behind people making the decisions that they make and where they go. Mm-hmm. Not all of it is an IL based, uh, you know, some of it is, but some of it's relational based. Some is, as we talked about before on the show, you, when things get tight, things get hard. Um, you want to go back to the familiar. So usually you want to trek back closer to home. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes that's something that happens. Uh, then there's others that are just they're they're have an aspiration to step up and go to another level, or they've maxed out at the place that they've they've played or they've been, and they want to challenge themselves a little bit more. So they end up going to it. So you have a lot of different dynamics. And I was always wondering what was it about Hunter Dickinson as to why he was waiting so long. He's he's sought after. Everybody could use his skill set. He's a stretch guy with with great shot blocking and abilities. Mm-hmm. Pretty good footwork. Um, why was taking so long? Now we know. We know he was probably weighing out all aspects of deals being put together to figure out where the best NIL situation was for him, mm-hmm. and it ultimately ended up being Kansas. So that goes back to the same thing that we talked about again, and I'm going to throw it at you. We talked about there's different tiers, right? Um, looking at going into a two-conference system, which we're starting mm-hmm. to see the power of the SEC as well as the, the strength and, and the additions that those mm-hmm. in the Big Ten are making. So you're looking at those, those dynamics. But you also have got a way that there's a basketball form for it, right? There's there's a power structure in the basketball side of things. It may not necessarily be on the on the football side, and some of them have dual qualities where they're able to do. I don't think Michigan is one. I think Michigan is very similar to how Nebraska is. Yep, basketball is solid. It's good. We like it that you're you're successful. But we're really not applying a lot over here. We're, we're really looking at the football team, right? Right. Uh, very similar. And you'll mm-hmm. probably find a lot of basketball programs, maybe except for Indiana. Um, you know, you'll probably see a balance in Iowa. Um, 
in the SEC. You're going to see uh, the spillover of the success of Alabama that gives right. basketball a leg up mm-hmm. where that happens, and this is why basketball is starting to raise their bar. You're probably going to see it at Duke. You're probably going to see it in the SEC at Kentucky. And then you see what Miami is doing maybe. down there. Possibly a good crossover in Tennessee. Um, so you're going to see those dynamics that, that work like that. You're going to probably see it in Arizona where mm-hmm. there's great right. basketball right. NIL there. Mm-hmm. So when you look at that scope and you're looking at where there was probably a limited amounts of places to where Hunter can go, where he can still be himself, I think it's a good fit for him to be at Kansas, but we know that it's NIL driven. That's just the thing. It's not that he transferred to Kansas. It's not that he's getting NIL. To me, it sticks in my craw that he says that's essentially the reason, right? Because I can understand wanting to leave Michigan. I, I don't know if him and Juwan Howard were on bad terms, but they certainly weren't buddy-buddy. Yeah. You know, there wasn't necessarily, you know, rousing support either way between those two. Hunter Dickinson was the guy at Michigan. I know you had Buffkin. I know you had uh, Jet sons, Howard. Yeah. They were fine players, but that was still Hunter Dickinson's team. Yeah. It needed more around him. At Kansas... I think he can still be the guy without having to be the guy, right? He can be the headliner on the team, but still have other pieces around him that I think are going to be better college players than the other people at Michigan were. So I think going to Kansas makes sense for him for a basketball decision where he can just focus on ball and have other guys take some load off him on the scouting report. And if he wanted to say that or, hey, I needed a change. Hey, I need a different situation. This wasn't working. I wanted to try something different. Fine. But to say what he did, you know, to say other people would leave their job right now for an increase, that's saying it's all about the money, that you had no other reason to leave Michigan other than the money. And I go get your money, young man, fine, go do it. But I still don't like athletes just coming out and saying it at the college level. We expect it with pro sports, right? We expect someone to go get the bag in a different city. That's fine. We know it's professional. It's still just so weird to wrap my head around in college. Yeah, and then you have to ask the question whether or not then college is becoming a forum of pro sports in Mm -hmm. just a different league, a smaller type of league. Mm -hmm. Um, Is NIL, then you have to ask the question, a form of free agency. This Um, feels like it. This really feels like it. um, And and then my question then goes to, is, is it starting to become a disservice? Because at this point, when you're looking at thousands of kids going into these 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 forums, now listen, it, it had a great return on investment for Miami. I mean, let's be huge. real about it. That mm-hmm. was a huge. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we're looking at that Nigel Pack situation is you know ludicrous and crazy, but you know it, they had a return on investment. I don't think that that's always going to be the case. I think it's going to create less chemistry amongst uh, organizations. It could be a great training ground, though, for the next level because you're kind of getting a taste, you know, a little little mm-hmm. sip of what it's going to be like to do this at the at the professional level, whether it be over in Europe or whether it be uh, here in the United States or even in the G League. You're, you're getting a little taste of it. But at the same time, I don't like it. I think I think part of becoming a man is building chemistry amongst a group of individuals. There's nothing mm-hmm. like getting in the trenches with a bunch of guys that have the ultimate goal in mind, and that's to win a championship, 
right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes the monetary aspects of it gets in the way, I think, of that goal. Now, does it create tension in locker rooms? Is guys looking at you and I'm killing you in practice and I'm looking at you like, man, you just got 250 grand? Now I'm seeking for mine. If you're not giving it to me, I'm on my way out the door. I'm, I'm, and then I'm, I'm looking, you know, do you, do you create agencies at that point? You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, it's mm-hmm. crazy that this, it, the exposure that's now getting put in place because of stuff like this. And I don't, I don't like it personally, but I understand it. I wish I was a part of it. <laughs> you know, I, I wish I could have had some NIL opportunities, but I understand also the, the negatives of it as well. We're not going to have time to get into Bob Huggins because we have to get to Evan Bland here in just a few minutes. But to wrap up on Hunter Dickinson, Strick, he says he got less than six figures at Michigan for the year. Mm. Again, that's telling me he's in the you know seventy five thousand plus yeah. range. And if he's leaving Michigan because he's not making six figures, and it's a ten thousand dollar increase, I don't think that number came from nowhere. Yeah, that tells me Hunter Dickinson went from like ninety k to a hundred k. And again, go get your money, fine. But it just it just, it's a bad look if you're going to leave for ten thousand dollars when you're making ninety thousand. If you're leaving for sixty thousand, you get to one hundred fifty k. Okay, that's that's darn near double. That's an extra forty percent ish of what you're making. But to mess with the chemistry, to mess with your legacy at this school, and to not really provide any other reason for leaving other than ten thousand dollars, that's what sticks in my craw. I think records are now getting to a point where they're going to be solidified. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Expound. Okay, so this system was not like this to where guys can come and go in in such short amounts of time. The system usually has been you you come, you stay the course, you stick through, you next man up, you fight for position, you mm-hmm. get it, but you're there for the tenure, i.e. Um, Jalen Brunson. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's happening at at a large scale now. Um, I think if you could probably average it out, and I haven't, so don't quote me on the on the math of it. You might, on average, get a guy for two and a half years. Just just spitballing and two and a mm-hmm. half. So in two and a half years, legacy and history is probably solidified because you're not going to be able to do what guys have done. You're Tim Duncan's and stuff. I'm willing to guarantee that Tim Duncan, what he did, Chris Paul, what he Mm -hmm. did, guys that have stayed the course at the universities where they said, I do too, and they married them for the full length of their time. Mm -hmm. Whatever records that have been built, I venture to say that they're probably a lot of them are secure. Makes sense to me. We'll get into more college basketball as we get through the show, uh, especially the Bob Huggins situation. So if we want to touch on there, make sure we get to that news. But we're going to talk Husker baseball, maybe a little uh, Husker football, some Big Ten headlines with Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. We'll do that next.